2: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So the only thing left to say is Georgie, check for dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See McDonald's.com.
1: This podcast is part
3: of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. What follows is a raw and unedited Twitter space that we held after the Newcastle game today, January the 15th, 2022. We had lots of people joining in, speaking and asking questions and making points, and it's something that we're going to do after games going forward. So if you want to take part in our next Twitter space, look out for the tweet after the game and you can join in. Leicester
3: City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Knockout
4: takes. Almunia saves. Knockout follows and saves again. And now
3: what?
2: Thank you for joining us. What did everybody think about that? Who wants to
5: say, speak? Yeah, mate. Uh, I think I've got Dino with me as well. And uh, yeah, thank God for that. I'm just, it's more relief than um, adulation. I, I did say seven points in the next three games, but uh, yeah, looking at it now, I mean, in Gakia and the wasted chances, it was really, really poor up to the point where Pedro scored his goal. So I think it's more of a case we got away with that. So, yeah
2: i absolutely totally agree with you that was literally snatching a draw from the mouth of a defeat to be honest with you um I've got to say, the new signings looked all right they looked comfortable did I see um Hassan kamara holding the back of his leg at the end of the
5: game yeah that's what um, Dino was uh, uh, thinking that as well we'll go oh god we don't want it Like luck easy we don't want another one that's played played well and then out for months again so fingers crossed it's only a slight muscle. Paul, like you know, obviously it is his first game in the Premier League, so hopefully that's that's all it is.
2: Yeah, because it could well be a uh, hamstring, is what it was looking a little bit like. So I yeah. hope it's nothing serious. Uh, anybody that stood out in that game for you, Pidge?
5: Um, I, I like, like I did like Kamara. Samir looked pretty solid. I think he's, um I think the talking's got to be a little bit better from them, but I think that will come when he's been playing a lot of games and. Um, but uh, I think yeah kam kamara the new signings look good um Pedro once again come up trumps so i think he's he's grown into it, i think um Suzuka for the most part was all right uh I think he should have put his chance away but uh yeah there's there's things the things that we can definitely move forward with a bit of hope I just we just need to start pushing pushing these teams because it's it's not helping. Our calls when we're sitting back all the time and letting these inviting these teams onto us, and uh, like I said, with the goal that was scored for them, I mean, who was who was calling for Ngakia to clear it out because that's what you would do as a centre back. Oh, you would shout. Out. I don't know. you? would go out, yeah. out. So, as a centre back, so um, yeah, I didn't see much of that again. But um, yeah, look, we always say draws better than defeat. So you know, I'll go into the next two games. We can. We need to get six maximum points for the next two games. Wishful thinking, but that's what we need to do.
2: It's what we need to do, yeah. I mean, I definitely feel as though... uh, I feel more relieved than I did sort of like 15, 20 minutes ago when I thought it was going to be a defeat. I mean, I'm a lot more cheerful now than I was, you know, before uh, Pedro got that header in. So, uh, I don't know. A point's good, I think. I'm happy with a point. I would have preferred a win. Didn't look like we were going to win, to be honest. It was... uh... One Of those games where we didn't really press forward a lot, didn't really sort of offer a lot going forward. Good evening to Peter, I'll bring you in in a second. Good evening, everybody else, as well, that's joined in. Thank you for being here. Lovely having your company. Uh, Tom, you've been hanging around for a bit. Do you want to say something?
6: Yeah, I'm um, share, share the sentiments of Pidge, I think. Um, yeah, I think it was more of a case of we got away with it, um, and that we're sort of living to, living to fight another day, really. It does feel a bit like a kind of cup, um cup game the kind of context in the you know a, a defeat and i mean the writing might have been on the wall but we, it almost feels as though we got a bit of a replay um the you know going into the burnley game if that goes ahead and uh we've got a kind of another chance at it but yeah i i feel okay i'm i'm okay with it we needed we needed to avoid a defeat that's the the bottom line uh and i yeah i just feel as though we we live to live to fight another day. That's kind of my sentiment. Uh, but we do, yeah. The next two games, as we say, pretty much every, every game. But um, the next two are huge. We, we need, yeah. We I think we probably need two wins from that to to at least start to to believe or to feel yeah. comfortable.
2: Yeah, I see Norwich won today. By the looks of things, I'm just going through the scores here. Um, so that's uh, yeah, they're starting to win games now. It's a bit of a concern. Good evening, Peter. How are you?
0: Good evening. I'm um, like everybody else, I imagine, fried to a frazzle. But um,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that was uh, that was kind of different, wasn't it? Yes, Norwich one two one could have made it three one at the end, um, and it looked more than comfortable. And the Evertonians are even more after Rafa Benitez's blood, so I imagine that they'll probably make a, a, a change if not if not this week, very very soon, because they looked appalling.
2: Uh, as a technically sort of minded person, Peter, how do you think the new signings did today?
0: I was hugely impressed with KMB. Um, I thought he kept the ball rolling and moving, and um, he was the one who threaded the ball open for uh, threaded the ball through for for King's run um, through, which which was nice. I thought uh, Hassan Kamara looked all right, although he looked like he was pulling a bit of a hamstring right at the end um so hope, hopefully they'll get him in an ice bath straight away and try and make sure he's kind of as fit as I yeah. thought the one who had the most who had the hardest time was Samir um I was going to say he had a smear test but that would oh, be no, wrong No, don't do that that, no, that would be no. wrong so I'm glad I didn't elect for that um against, <laughs> against obviously the debutant in uh in, in Chris Wood so I think I think it was a it was a Horrible introduction to him for English football because it was like, you're going to get battered no matter what. Um, You know, so you've got to see what you can do. I think it was one of those games, though, that comes down to individual errors again. You know, I mean, and Ngakia had a great first half and and nullified St. Maximin, and then, uh, you know, had an absolute brain fart of a moment trying to kind of, you know, stay wrong side of him goal side and then just kind of shake a leg and thinking, I can do this. And then he, it, j- he just got absolutely punished. Um, and I thought we were going to have that moment where it comes down to whether or not you take that moment and if you kind of exploit it, as St. Maximum did, and it looked like it was going to basically fall into Sissoko when Dennis put him through. And, of course, we all know Sissoko is the last person you need one-on-one with the keeper, unfortunately. Well, yeah. um, no, but... that
2: was that was a hell of a miss, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. 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 But 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 Kiko, I mean, from a tactical point of view, you know, the the change, and I don't know whether or not he made it, you know, Kiko, because we needed to go, you know, kind of barreling forward as much as we could. But Kiko was as close in that last 10 minutes to how he played against Norwich when we played him away in terms mm. of, look, look, I'm, I'm, you know, somebody's got to run in behind, you, you know, put the ball in behind. And again, we put the ball in behind, great cross and... And Yao know, Pedro kind of you know stood up and did something. So you know, kind of fair play to the lads. They kind of they kind of dug it out. But I think the uh, the new lads looked. Um, I think like they they they'll bed in. But KMB for me was the pick. He kind of gave us an ability to keep the ball and 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 recycle it again that we haven't had until you know the occasions when we've had loser. I thought I thought he fitted in really nicely.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think we did. You know, like you say, I, I'm I'm happy with the draw, although. You know, it was it was looking as if that wasn't going to be the case right until the end, and I was all ready to come on here and rant and rave and shout, but oh, I've had to temper that a little bit because, <laughs> as it turns out, we got a draw. So, I mean, do you think that was a fair result? A draw, Peter?
0: Um, if it, if it was a boxing match, I don't think we'd have won it on points. Put it that way, I think it'd have gone the other way because it it, re- it for me until we kind of managed to dig that out we tend to kind of pass the ball at a low tempo just to get there, just at the right time. And they were just coming through and hitting everything and smashing it and going at everything at hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, the moment you start to go and play football at any age, you're told don't pull out of a tackle. Don't pull out of a challenge. If you go in hundred percent and the other person goes in at 90, you ain't going to feel a thing and he's going to end up on the other end of it. And that was how we sort of were until that last kind of, you know, well, literally five minutes. Mm. Um, and, and so to me, it was a real case of, uh, you know, determination. And for me, it controlled aggression. Um, right. You know, I thought we were a little bit too far on the back foot. So uh, I think, uh, I think, you know, <laughs> I think you're quite right there when you said earlier on that, um, you know, it felt like a cup match and it felt like one that we got out of jail on.
2: Absolutely, um, yeah.
0: But, but we can't underestimate the importance of that because that stops... That Newcastle crowd getting a sense of momentum, it stops them getting out of the relegation zone. It, it was the genuine six-pointer. So that that goal and that point are could be priceless. But the thing is, what we have to do now is we have to follow it up. We have mm. to actually go in and mm. have a far more determined set of, performances no matter whether or not it's Burnley or not on Tuesday Mm. but against Norwich because Norwich have got their tails up no doubt
2: about it they definitely have yeah Uh, I'll come to you in a minute Ian Um, I'll add you in the speaker just a quick few hellos hello Chris Stark who's listening nice to have you listening Uh, and everybody else is listening as well if you want to join in just hit request uh, and I'll bring you into the discussion Ian Bacon how are you
7: I'm good thanks hello everyone um
2: yeah, um, agree with with everything that's been said so far. I think um,
3: that the, the biggest thing, though, if we're looking for for any positives, is
0: that there's finally a different letter in the results column now after <laughs> <Yes>. a game. <laughs>
6: Absolutely, and,
0: and, and uh, somebody's found where the D is on the keyboard, um, and hopefully, um, as long as Burnley goes ahead, we can then then find a W. So, um, so yeah, we, we've got to take the the momentum from this because hopefully there's. Uh, the boys in the dressing room now really geed up. We're getting a getting a late goal and actually getting something out of the
7: game, which they haven't been able to do for so long. Um, and hopefully, we can move on from it.
2: Yeah. Do we think the game's going to go ahead on Tuesday? Do we think that's actually going to go ahead? Because at the moment, it's it's a bit up in the air again, isn't it? Not if <laughs> Dice has got anything to do
5: with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dice has got. If they haven't bought anyone by then, then it would have, It will be called off. He'll pull that card, won't he?
2: Do you really think that's what will happen if he hasn't replaced Chris Wood? It'll pull that card. Well,
5: look at Arsenal. We've got one COVID case and they've called it off.
2: Yeah, I did see that actually. I did see that. Yeah,
0: they're now taking the aggregate. They're now taking the aggregate of injuries, Afcon, and COVID. Yeah, it's, it's, big,
5: i, I agree, Peter. It's a load of crap, you know. And I think Burnley will try and pull that. I hope it is on for our sake because we need to react straight away and get something before we. Um, are at home to Norwich because they pulled off a decent result today. So it's not going to be easy, is it?
0: I think. No, I think no, the clever no. money. I think the clever money would be on Burnley pulling the game only about two hours before kickoff. Just, just oh, of out. Uh, that it.
5: Well,
2: that'll cheer well, on the well, travelling fans again, won't yeah. it? Just, just,
0: just, just for an opportunity of... of shithousery for to the best of it. I mean.
5: They, they, they should be a fine if that. Ever, it won't, but that should be a fine if that ever happens because they could do they could do laterals or PCRs the night before when they're in the hotel and um, produce it before everyone sets off in the morning. So there's no excuse to call this one off that late now. But I know what you mean. It'll be typical shit shithouser if they did it.
2: Uh, if anybody else wants to join in, just a request, and uh, I will bring you in. Uh, Lewis Melvin, I'll bring you in very, very shortly. Um, before I do that, Pidge, you're with Peter this evening on your TMA.
5: Yeah, very pleased. I mean, like I said, um, thanks to you and uh, Carl for helping me out the last couple of times. So was it was uh, great to have you guys on. But yeah, like you say, Justin, I'll take word from you that Pete is very knowledgeable. And I was, I'm was, very pleased to have him on this um, tonight at eight o'clock um, on YouTube and Facebook. So um, yeah, guys and girls, look out for that. So um, Nuance TV as well. So yeah, Peter, um be good to have you on, mate, tonight.
0: No, looking forward to it mate once we've once, once we've calmed down a little bit more and a, a little bit more yeah. <laughs> who am I uh, lewis, We'll probably, we'll probably still be it. roaring
2: there lewis uh, you should be in if you press your mic button
1: hi guys hello hey lewis uh, i'm a burnley fan and obviously hearing about us postponing what? the games is i think it's a bit unfair because this is the first game that we've actually postponed out of all of our postponed games thus far so I I do think it's a bit unfair to us like we're the uh king shithouses of postponement. I think you
0: forget we, we do know Mr Dyche very, very well and he was he was the master of shithousery at Watford, so that's probably why we kind of carry it that way. I think it's more the fact that Suddenly, obviously, once Chris Wood was 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 sold, and it'd be great to get your you, you know your thought on that because let's face it, that's going to affect everybody in the relegation zone. Are you in for anybody? Do you know? And what did you, what did you make of Chris Wood moving off?
1: Well, I, I believe apparently we're in for Andy Carroll, which is obviously an absolute disgrace of a transfer <laughs> rumor that uh, just feeds me nothing but depression. But I, oh, I'm, hop, I'm hoping some other links will pop up pretty soon. But I, I'm I'm not. As long as we replace Chris Wood, I'm not particularly bothered about losing him, uh, especially this season because he's not been on form anyway. Uh, I think he's scored three goals for us thus far this season yeah, so yeah. it's not it's not a massive worry uh, he spends most of his time offside, which I think Newcastle fans will soon find out but it's he'll he'll do a job for him but I think as long as we replace him it's it's not particularly concerning losing Wood specifically. No.
2: Well we've got well, we've got you Lewis what do you think your how do you think your season's going to pan out do you think you're going to survive
1: I think it all depends on whether we actually invest in this window um if not I'd I'd be very surprised if we stayed up but I think we need at least two or three starting 11 players Yeah
2: yeah I mean I don't know we we between us we did a bit of a straw poll the other day and it's a bit split between us, whether we're, we're going to stay up or not. I, I don't know. It's very hard to tell. We're not playing well. Our form has just improved slightly today. There's no L at the end of our form at the moment. There's a D, <laughs> um, which does make an enormous difference, I have to say. But oh, I don't know. It's 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 a very nervy season for us now, I've got to say.
0: Lewis, how's, uh, how, would, sorry, just, just as, as in terms of investing, who would you want the, you to invest in? And if you haven't got anybody else, would you consider a swap between Vidra and Andre Gray?
1: Uh, I, to answer the latter first, I definitely wouldn't take Andre <laughs> Gray back over <laughs> Vidra. Uh, sorry, that,
0: that was my bit of house Sorry, everybody, carry on.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, in terms of a striker at the minute, I'm I'm really not sure who's available that would actually be able to get us out of this mess for uh, some sort of fee that we'd actually be able to pay. <laughs> Uh, a midfielder I've seen is linked with is uh, Fafana from yeah. Lens, but that's never going to happen, especially for the prices that we're apparently in for him for. I think it'd be more likely to be double that if anything, mm. <clears throat> but it, it it would be a nice one.
0: No, he's done very well since he's gone to Lyon because he's he's an ex Udinese player, and Udinese of course are strongly connected with Watford with the same ownership there. So we 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 I, I believe we had a look at him, but he wasn't quite doing what he's done since he's gone to uh, Liga.
2: So. well thank you Lewis for joining in um, it's great, to have yeah, you it's great. In. Yeah. yeah,
1: cheers guys
2: No, it's a pleasure, anytime if anybody else wants to say anything now's the time to uh, make a request uh, I'll bring you in if not I'm probably going to call this uh, a day on here because uh, uh, Peter and Pidge are going to start getting ready for uh, their thing later on and uh, I think we've pretty much discussed, oh there is a request in here Who is this Terry Wilkins Terry you should be in hey Terry you might need to press your mic button too. Oh, sorry, mate. There you yeah, go. Cheers for that. How are there you? Go. Very good. good. Yeah, How man. are you? Yeah, I'm a lot happier after that what, 87th <laughs> minute goal. Yeah, it was 87 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, I can see Alexander Pitt and Dan Bland when I talk. I'll get them in in a second. I just John, wanted Terry, to ask you, say, you guys if you knew if uh, if we was getting anyone else in at all. Peter, you're the man with that sort of knowledge well,
0: really well, well you know i just made lewis an offer to try and get vidra back in <laughs> i think my work here is done um no i think the the, the lad that we've we've mentioned um uh, from bordeaux who was kind of pulled out of a trade day's training um as a, as a wing option there may be some legs in that i'm not sure but as he's nigerian it may also just be further shithousery towards the nigerian fa just to keep signing <laughs> nigerians to wind up the social media hoard and to try and get their uh their social media numbers up, so so we'll we'll see. But no, I think I think that's they'll, they'll see if there's something that's going to come in. But I think we're going to be in and around that three four million. We're not going to be doing anything like uh uh like like a Chris Wood kind of level of money um g- going out there. It's going to be it's going to be a pretty short term kind of elastoplast. I think the m- most important thing is we start getting a tune out of the ones we've got personally. I don't know if anybody else has heard any rumors.
2: I certainly haven't, not not at the moment, no, but um, we never know. It's always someone that we've never heard of as well anyway that comes from some team that we perhaps have only ever heard of once that we tend to find <laughs> anyway, so the window's I think, still open for another couple of weeks.
0: Well, if, if we get him, the lad is rapid, so you know, one of the things that, that, that we threatened uh, or that we didn't really threaten enough of was getting him behind um, today, and I thought Dennis looked a little bit um, you know, I know he's, he's just back from he got to, he got taken off against Spurs. So you know, kind of having further options to bring on and having some a bit more dynamism might be something. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be reticent to see if we if we bought something else in. But um, I, I think that... Yeah, unless we're going to bring in somebody really solid at the back who's an improvement, I can't see the uh, the Potsos putting money down for anybody
2: else. Do you um do you boys think that King is? is the right answer to have up front with with very little competition against him in in the central role when we play him now. Do you think we should try and get somebody else um, on Uh. the bench that's going to push him a bit harder? Because he's a great player, obviously, and he holds the ball up well, but he's not not finished and he's not scored as many goals as, as he probably should have yet this year, has he really? No, I agree with you there. I don't think that Ashley Fletcher is the competition, really, uh, behind him. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we were screaming out for strikers at the beginning of the season or for forwards. We've signed forwards. Uh, would it hurt to sign another one? No. But um, Josh King, I mean, he, he had that wonderful game against Everton and he's, you know, putting another couple of goals here and there. But he's, I'm still not quite convinced that he's the the centre forward that we're dreaming of, uh, well, to be honest to-
0: when you play, and we play with that 4-3-3 shape, the majority of your central striker's position, if you're not playing a false nine, if you're, you know, if you're playing as a centre forward, as he should be doing there, uh, he didn't use his physicality enough today, and he absolutely has to do that. But when he does, I don't think we get close enough in. We don't get proximity you know, to him. We don't get nearly close enough. When teams used to play a pair of strikers, and I appreciate I'm going back to the 90s and the 2000s here, um you always used to talk about them playing off of one another being cl- in, in you know close because if one wins the first ball they've got to be there to win the second ball and he goes up and he competes but we're not in proximity to pick up that second ball and unless we you know kind of get the midfield pushing up a little bit more aggressively and and, and I think we saw you know Kuchka run out of legs a little bit early on today um, then, then I think you know it's really hard for him to do that to do that fight and to take on you know uh, who, who was it Shah and um, uh, uh, and Lascelles and you know to win it and keep it. We saw the same thing with Deeney as well. I think we really need to work on our support to the forward line. Could we do with an option? Absolutely. I feel a bit sorry for Fletcher personally because he's come in, in the cups um, and he's. He, I didn't think he did two. I didn't think he was the worst player against Leicester. And in the League Cups, he got two in two um so i you know i think it would be worthwhile bringing him in bringing him on as an option um especially in those last five and ten minutes when we are looking to hoy the ball into the box you know even if it is from wide positions like kiko put in today because i think he's he can give you something um if they're not going to use him though then there's no point having him in the squad and they need to go and get a replacement definitely
2: yeah absolutely all right thank you thank you for joining in cheers sir Um, cheers mate cheers boys Cheers, mate. I'm going to bring in Dan Bland very shortly. First of all, Harry Morris. Hello, Harry. How are you?
6: Hey, Harry.
2: You might need to just press your mic button, Harry, to join in. There he is. Hello. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. What do you want to say?
3: Um, just kind of following on from that point before about King, um, I actually couldn't agree more. I think I think he's doing kind of as much as he can do. I think a lot of the time when you see he's got the ball, he's kind of at back to the goal. He's pretty much on his own. He doesn't really have a number 10 behind him. The wingers have got a fairly wide, and there's not much more else he can do. But obviously, the only difference is, is that his finishing could be a lot better. I think he had that one chance. I think in the first half, yes, he kind definitely. of chucked with his left foot. But aside from that, he's good. And I think there's another kind of weak spot I've noticed, which has happened a lot, is we really, really do miss a midfielder that can play behind our striker. I think losing Will Hughes. Um, so late in the summer, who obviously didn't play that role last year, but could do was a really big blow. And then having loser out, who I think is probably the only other person in the team that really could play that role, we really, really do struggle to keep the ball in midfield. And I think it happened again today where there were large parts in the first half where we just could not keep the ball. And it's almost like all our sort of midfielders, are, you know, they're sort of battling, um, tough-tackling, hard-working midfielders, but they're not really technical and they're not creative. They don't kind of open up space for our striker and our wingers. So... Um, yes, yeah, so I kind of defend King there, but also say that I can definitely see in our midfield. I think we've played so much better this season when when has been in midfield. I think we've we kept the ball a lot more and we've been a lot more comfortable than today where they're just keen to see keep on losing the ball. Yeah.
0: I think I think you make a couple of really good points there. I thought I personally I thought KMB sat in there and got the ball and kept it and we moved the ball a little bit, possibly let a less, progressively than we do with, with loser. But um, on, on New TV, when we signed loser last year, we did some kind of transfer talks when we looked at the players who we'd signed. And if you looked at loser, when he was at, uh, at Nantes, he, he could play anywhere in the, in the, in the central kind of midfield area. Um, but they only played him a couple of times in defensive midfield because they played against a ream. I think it was, and he gave away an absolutely ridiculous Um, uh, foul and got himself sent off and they didn't trust him anymore after that and they played him in more advanced positions. I think if we, you know, KMB could come in there and play in that role and it would allow you to push loser that little bit further advance and give, give King and, uh, and Dennis, as well as whoever's playing on the other side, that bit of support and a bit of quality in terms of uh, passing the ball. Cause he'd certainly help us, uh, help us keep it. And I don't think he is, I definitely know he is not, uh, not restricted to playing in those defensive positions. So that could be a really interesting thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I just think, for, for me, I know I know we have our defensive weaknesses and that's obviously a, a big problem for me. I think another problem which is just as big is the fact that our midfielders just don't keep a hold of the ball enough. I think yeah. You see how many times Kuchka loses the ball. I mean, he, he does what he tackles well and occasionally he, he sort of bombs forward, but he loses the ball in, in sort of tight spaces and pretty simple passes so often um to again i know he, he he's been good but he, he's another one that missed that gives away the ball quite a lot and isn't the most creative we saw today he had that massive chance he's not the sort of person who's going to drive on and score goals for us so i think that midfield spot is a real weakness for us and i think just you know losing will hughes which i know none of us wanted to happen i think it's like been a really really big problem in our season um and to be honest i think until we get loser back there's no one who's really in there who's going to be able to replace him
2: I think you're right I think you're right Harry um what I'm gonna do now if you don't mind I'm gonna bring in a Newcastle fan I think uh Mark Sinclair are you there hello Mark turn your mic on Mark at the bottom there yeah. he is hello mate all right well hey, I was, was I was uh,
4: I was absolutely <laughs> Fair I play. was over the moon I mean I was I was thumping the air, I was, I was doing all sorts in, in the house. I had my earphones in and I was just overjoyed because for a Newcastle fan, that was a huge result. It was going to be a huge result for us. Yeah. Um, you'll have to forgive my voice. I'm a first-time coming on this particular thing. I'm, a, I'm really a first-time Twitter fan, to be honest.
2: That's all right, mate. You're Good man. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely.
4: Um, oh, I mean, oh, good grief, what can I say? Our problem, I've been listening to a couple of guys just there before I came on. Our problem we've got is we've got ASM and obviously Almiron mm-hmm. when he comes on. The, 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 the brilliant players, don't get me wrong, they're really, really good players for us. But the biggest problem that they've got is when they run, they don't look up. That's the problem. Nah. Almiron, he's, he's the worst for it. He'll run, he'll run, he'll run, he'll run, he'll run for Britain. As soon as he gets to the 18-yard box, it's almost like he stops and thinks, oh, hang on a minute, uh, oh, what do I do now? I'm lost. I don't know what to do. ASM, he's got more tricks than a magician. He's, he's honest to God, his feet are fantastic. But again, it's the same thing with him. He'll get to the 18-yard box, and then he's like, oh, I've done a few tricks now. What do I do? Now, listen to the game. I apologise for the way my voice is, and I apologise for this shout. I'm so frustrated. I've been listening to my local radio station and one of the commentators on there, he shouts so much about pass the ball. He's a big believer in ASM passing the ball, but he just doesn't pass the ball. Now, we are going through hell at the moment in the Premier League, as you guys will probably know. And obviously with the takeover and everything's happened, it's fantastic. We need this after 14 years of hell and all this. They've come in, they've spent money on two guys. Okay, great. What we need is we need LaSalle's gone. That's what we need. He is a liability to us. Now, I don't know about how you guys feel, <clears throat> but I just think he is he's a huge liability.
0: I'll I'll swap you for a crate of brown ale, truce Kong, we'll take ourselves <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Deal done. <laughs> Trust me, you have been.
4: Oh
0: um, no, I, th- mate, I, th- I think we're all with you, mate. Um, and and we've all had. I mean, last game we played was against Tottenham, and they scored in the ninety-sixth mm-hmm. minute. And we know exactly how you're feeling, mate. Um, in terms of that, I mean, you've obviously you have just hit the Euro Millions yeah. jackpot um, in terms of the long-term future. Yeah. But how concerned are you with regards to this kind of relegation, or are you convinced that you know? Um, uh, Rafa Benitez is doing such a fine job for Newcastle at Everton. He's going to bring him into the relegation zone somehow. How how do you feel everything's going to go for the, right. between now and May?
4: Personally, I mean, I think we've got about sixteen games left to survive. I think it's something like that, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think we're down now. I, really? I bleed. I bleed black and white. I'm a third generation Newcastle fan. Um, I if we'd won that game. Obviously, I mean, the Premier League speaks for itself. The, the Premier League doesn't lie. We were—it's it, quite funny because we were sitting seventeenth there, halfway through the game, everything was yeah. rosy in the garden. All of a sudden, they score, or you guys score, whatever your team you spot. Of we, 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 spot. we dropped two places because of obviously Norwich getting their result. And I was sitting here, and I hate—I hate the Scousers with a passion. I'm sorry to say this, but I do—I hate the Scouse accent with a passion. And I was sitting here, hoping and praying Everton equalised. That's how. That's how much I knew that if they'd equalised, things might have been a bit better. But to answer your question, I can't see us getting anything next weekend. Next weekend against Leeds, because I think Leeds are just too. They're just too, sort of ferocious in the in the game the way they play, and I just think that unless we get a miraculous win,
2: I think we're doomed. Well. It's, as you say, there's still a few games to play, yeah. isn't there? And yeah, we've got that feeling as well. Don't don't worry about that. I think we share
6: the same. as <laughs> hey, you're on the...
4: the relegation battle. Well, sorry, no, you you're, sort of, you're hovering above. So really, you've got to you're kind of clinging under the rope and all you've got to do is pull yourself up a little bit more we but look are at our form look at button. our
2: form though yeah I, I agree i agree but you know we haven't had a lot <laughs> yeah. to cheer about recently <laughs>
4: so laughing, uh,
2: Pete just before you make your next uh comment if anybody else wants to join in just press request and uh, i'll bring you into the chat there's a lot of you listening so if you want to join in just uh press the button and uh, i'll bring you in go on Pete
0: I just think I ought to say on behalf of, you know, Liverpudlians everywhere that we don't just hate Liverpudlians. This is an equal opportunities podcast and we hate all regions uh, equally. I think that's important. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I think I think it's. It, I mean, it's it's really you know great for you guys coming on. We you know got we've had Burnley and Newcastle represented here. It's like a Samaritans group for the relegation. <laughs> for the relegation. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, fortunately, the relegations, if anybody yeah. if anybody comes on from Norwich today, they they're going to be disgustingly smug. So we won't entertain them definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, I think I think it's you know we, we we can all appreciate exactly how everybody's feeling. We've we've had a get out of jail free you know job there a little bit i think we 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 created more chances at one stage i think you know you were one up and it was your only shot on yeah. on target um and we forced the opportunity so you kind of you know you, you at the end of the day you you get what you sort of deserve in a way yeah. uh,
3: Oh, I think everyone's
2: been muted. Yeah, I think I muted you. Sorry, Peter, I think I muted you, mate. Can you um turn your mic back on? I muted, I muted you by mistake, sorry.
0: You, you, you want to you make that facility available to all? That, that'd be a very popular thing. Yeah, uh, sorry
2: about uh, that, yes.
0: Uh, mute Pete button. No, I was yeah. just going to say, LaSalle's was playing, I thought, pretty well a couple of seasons back and was being, can, being touted for a move elsewhere what what is he is he just kind of uh, is, is he just failing to pick people up is he is he cr- creating merry hell cuz as i say we've got we've got our own um uh, well few people at the back who are making constant individual errors it's not just one person uh, but one person is making uh, making a good play to try to to get it what's LaSalle's and uh and Char doing at the back that's uh, that's causing you to give out each time he's
4: he's a liability he's he's To be honest with you, I don't know if you can. You guys remember Colacini used to play for us? Yes,
0: oh, the hair just a tad.
4: That's it, yeah, exactly. He was very similar to Lascelles when he first started, but then, but then Colacini became one of our best defenders before he left. So, Lascelles, I think he's gone backwards. Like you said, he was okay a few seasons ago, but all of a sudden, he's just it's as if he's just given up. Um, he's he, I think, I mean, I haven't actually watched the game, but like I said, I was listening to it. And as far as I can make out, he was at fault for the goal. Um, but like I said, I haven't seen the highlights or anything, so I can't really say. But can I just make a point on the Rafa situation very quickly?
2: Go for it. Yeah, cool. I yeah.
4: personally think that Rafa has got the same problem with Everton as Steve Bruce had with Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Steve Bruce was excellent. Rafa's ex-Liverpool. And I yeah. think as soon as he walked through the door, he was on a he was he was on a losing battle straight away. In my personal opinion. And when he was with us, he was brilliant. We had a, our song for him and all sorts. And he was he was getting a song sung every game. He was brilliant. OK, yeah, we lost the odd game. And of course, we did. But he's bound to be a human being. But they've got the same problem. And I, I can see him in the next 24 hours getting sacked.
2: Well, yeah, strange things have happened, mm-hmm. to be fair. To, yeah, I mean, Everton, I think I'm right in saying, Pete, am I, uh, am I, am I right in saying that Everton have never been relegated? Is that yep, a true statement? Yeah, yep, absolutely. So,
0: yep.
2: you know, they're hovering around or they're flirting with it at the moment.
0: <laughs> they past their sell-by date is what you're saying.
2: Uh, um, well, yeah, that's one way of putting it, yeah. Um,
0: with, with, with Fulham doing so well, I hope they go in and break the bank and take uh, Marco Silva away from Fulham. That'll, that'll, that'll be nice, but <laughs> when has that ever happened before?
2: Yeah, we're not still bitter about him at all.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I agree with you about about the kind of the the, the cultural fit, for want of a better phrase, at, at Everton. It's kind of he, he's he's not been wanted there uh, at all, and I think everybody looked at Steve Bruce, and you know, was it was it because Bruce had been at Sunderland, or because he represented Mike Ashley, that um, that, that or both?
4: <laughs> it was a bit of both, but it was probably mainly the Sunderland connection. Um... I mean, when we were over in China, those however long ago it was now it seems like forever ago. When we were doing preseason training, he was when he flew over there to join the club. I thought, <laughs> okay, you know, he's a Geordie. Give him the benefit of the doubt. You never know, he might come in. We might do all right. But again, he was on a losing battle. He really was. He was fighting a losing battle. Um, and in a way, I kind of felt sorry for him. But then, when we started losing game after game after game, and he just he was clueless. Absolutely clueless. But the biggest factor was he was a yes man to, to Mike Ashley. But the biggest factor, in my opinion, was he was an excellent manager.
2: Hmm.
4: To Fair clear, enough. That is a no-no.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so last question connected with the relegation um, battle there. And before the transfer window you know, kind of closes at the end of the month, um, we we know that we we buy pretty frugally because of the, the, the Pozzo connection. Uh, yeah, who's who's going to be a realistic next purchase for for Newcastle, and do you think it'll be enough? Well, very good mind, You said you've already said you think you think you're probably down, but presumably you've got to, They're going to spend some of that, uh, some of those petrol dollars to uh, to try to stay up.
4: Well, hopefully, but I think I just think money talks, and I just think Botman will have to come in. They're going on and on about him, and we're going to have to do something because if we keep Lascelles in. If we keep Lascelles in every game up between now and the end of the season, we don't strengthen that defence, we are down. Definitely down. And it and it actually it kills me to say that right now.
1: Well,
0: I hope everybody on the on because I think we're probably if you looked at the social media of all of the teams that are down in that area, they're all gonna be a hive of of pessimism. Um, you know, I mean, you know, my wife's a Samaritan and she goes to Samaritans just to get away from my kind of depressing talk about Watford <laughs> so,
2: um,
0: at least that's what she tells me um, so yeah. but I, I think we all would but I mean, it's really good to have, you know you guys coming on here and just letting us know that no, we're all as miserable as each other in the premiership and it's funny how we all cheer up when we finally get promote, uh, finally get relegated to the championship and we're at the other end of the table
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> Listen, Mark. Thank you for joining us, mate. It's been a, it's been great having you on. Uh, oh, it's nice to hear from uh, from everyone. Um, if anybody else wants to speak, now's the time to request. Uh, as we'll be wrapping up very very shortly. Um, before we do that, um, don't forget to uh, like us on uh, Twitter and to uh, check out our podcast. Do not scratch your eyes. It's available everywhere where you can get a podcast. Um, so that's Spotify and everywhere else, really. Um, so, yeah, check us out. We've got some ex player interviews on there. We've got some um, other little bits and pieces. So if you want to check that out, that'd be great. I can't see anybody else requesting to speak. Um, so I'm probably going to wrap up. It's uh, It's been lovely having you all here. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you to everybody that uh, spoke uh, and to and to joined in. Um, uh, Pete, do you want to say anything before you go? Yeah.
0: No, just go out and have a beer.
2: <laughs> oh, on. On. We have a request. We have a Ooh. request. Ooh. Is this? Hornet HQ. You're in, Hornet HQ. You're connecting. There you go, Hornet HQ. You're in.
7: Oh, OK. I'll, I'll just be quick if you're about to wrap up.
2: No, that's OK, mate. Go on. We'll let you, let you talk.
7: I, just, I was just, just going to say, I think Moses Sissoko is maybe the best athlete I've seen in the Watford show for ages. But then you just know that the, 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 the composure is lacking a little bit. So, I just sat here thinking to myself, imagine if we had the triple threat, French threat of Sissoko, um, Decoré and Capo, how, how strong that side would be.
2: Wow. Wow, yeah. I mean, that would be quite impressive in the middle of the pitch, wouldn't it? Might be a bit crowded with them all there, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, that's, uh, that's a fair point. It's a very good point. I mean, we missed Decoré, definitely. Yeah, and Kapoor. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a very good point, yeah. I mean, who else has been your standout player this season, do you think?
7: Um, that's a good question (laughs) Um, I actually think Cascot does get a lot of a lot of stick but I think at least he's I don't know been, been fairly reliable in a really tricky situation um It's it's like being the best-looking man in the Burns. Yeah, a little bit. It's it's
0: it's it's who makes the least mistakes at the back, and Cathcart always carries that out because he's probably the least ambitious. And I'm saying that as a as a big kind of tip of the hat to 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 Kong saying he does most of his things ambitiously, Um, and and therefore, but he you know he has had a, a fair few months. I think really since Everton, since he left. Richardson alone in the box for about half an hour. Yeah. Um since he's since he's made an errors, so I think it's a reasonable call.
7: Well actually no, yeah. Just thinking about it now <laughs> I was a bit of a rushed choice, but probably probably Sissoko <laughs> so or Dennis really, just because when when we signed them, neither kind of I, I didn't think, oh my god, this is a this is amazing. Whereas I think they've both been pleasantly surprising. Um Dennis obviously a touch of class, amazing and really smart business for for not a lot of money. And then Sissoko, I remember watching him at Tottenham and seemed to sort of be a bit of an engine, but would put it into Rosehead. Whereas I think he's actually been a lot better technically than I expected. But Anyway, I think on on the back of today, I think the new signing are really impressive, late equaliser. So hopefully that gives us a bit of momentum going into our next two games, which which I think is going to be make or break as to as to whether we survive or not. So I'm really hoping so. And I've enjoyed this as well. It's my first time first time listening in, so it seems like you guys are doing a great job.
2: Well, thank you very much. And uh, join us whenever we're on, mate. So it's lovely to have uh, different voices, uh, you know, giving opinions and stuff. So thank you very much for joining in. Before uh, I let you go, put you on the spot, are we going to stay up? I'm not going to be
7: the guy that says no live on air. <laughs> seen, no. Oh, good, because I have. <laughs> <laughs> now with Burnley's situation, it. I usually, when we're at Turf Moor, I always think, oh, God, dice." I'm not very confident. However, if they've now lost Chris Wood and then Corne at AFCON, hopefully on the back of Arsenal, getting loads of stick, cancelling tomorrow, they're a bit stricter with Burnley. Um, and then hopefully we just have one of those sort of Everton-like performances against Norwich and at least four points in the next two games is is what I'm really hoping for. So I'm going to say yes. Good man.
6: Good man.
2: Anybody else? If anybody else wants to say anything, now's the time to request. Um, If not, I'm going to wrap up pretty swiftly. Um, I'll probably do another one of these after the Burnley game, if that goes ahead. In March. In March, yeah. (laughs) Um, And probably do one after the Norwich game as well. So look out for the uh, notification that we are going ahead with the Twitter space. This has been the busiest one by far, I've got to say. Uh, Thomas Johnson's requested to speak, so I'll get you in very briefly. Get him on. Thomas, you're on. But, hey, uh, Thomas. yeah, yeah make, I'm good, thanks
3: right? uh I mean I'm happy to see Pedro's score I mean cross of the season from Feminia just completely
2: saved us
3: i mean, we started off shocking today but we've made it back a bit at least
2: yeah Yeah. yep yeah. I think you're right I think um It was kind of the dying seconds. I was all ready to uh, put out a bit of a ranty tweet about here we go again. And then I had to sort of very quickly delete it all out and (laughs) do something a little bit more positive. So, yeah, cross of the season, as you say, and well, well finished, I think. Yeah, I think we just need the points for the next two games. Just hope for
3: the best. Absolutely. I know know
0: there's going to be a klaxon going off, going old person alert. Yeah. But famously with Alex Ferguson, when he was at Man United for five years, and hadn't done anything. And they were just on the point of going out to, I think it was Forest, I think it was, in the FA Cup. And Mark Robbins famously scored an equaliser. And so it went to a replay. They won the FA Cup, he kept his job, and then they moved on. Now, that's a grandiose statement. But at some point, one moment has to turn a corner. And that cross and that finish, it could be that for the season. But as I said at the start, They've then got to follow it up. They've got to go and be a lot more aggressive because, as you said quite rightly, we didn't start off that well and we we let I thought Newcastle get on the front foot far too much, yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. from, from our yeah. point of view. But let's hope that that moment is is a, uh, you know, as I say, is turning the corner.
3: Yeah, Just I we, mean,
2: go on. Sorry, Thomas Cameron. Yeah, cheers.
3: Yeah, I mean, we lost like seven games in a row, didn't we? Something like about yeah, yep. six in the um, league.
1: Yeah and um,
2: it's
3: like. Fun. We need to get more momentum going. It's just that's our biggest problem. We we don't play terribly. We have a brilliant attack, we're just leaky in the back. We let too many in, and we just we can't be too
7: clinical, really.
0: And it's so difficult. I and mean, this is where I think the, the freshness of getting the new players in does help. Because when you're in a, a team that keeps losing, it feels like it's you know it feels like it's COVID. It's catching. Um, yeah. and and it's very hard to kind of shake it off and break that momentum and, and turn. So, you know, let's, fingers crossed. Let's see
2: where we go. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Look, I think I'm going to probably uh, finish this off now. It's been lovely having your company, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you join us next time as well. Um, it's always great to hear from new people as well. So if you want to join in, I'll, I'll certainly add you into the discussion. Um, but until the next time, which could be Burnley, Hopefully <laughs> it'll <certainly. laughs> be Um, We'll see you soon. Make sure you uh, uh, follow us on Twitter and make sure you also uh, like our podcast and subscribe. Uh, we've got Ronnie Rosenthal coming on as a guest next month. Um, yeah. and, and I have sent out an invitation uh, a couple of days ago to someone who I really want to talk to on the podcast, which... We've had a reply. It's a little bit woolly, but you never know. Something might come from that. So I'm not going to say who that is yet. But if that comes off, that could be a really, really good podcast. Um,
0: So So if anybody remembers Ronnie Rosenthal, and if you've got any questions, do send them into the pod. Because then we, you know, those do get put to the uh, get put to. And if if you don't remember Ronnie Rosenthal, send in a who are you kind of question. Um, That'll do as well.
2: Don't mention glaring misses though, because I, yeah. I I so don't want to bring that up when we talk to him. But I know the inner Tourette's in me will bring up that open goal that he missed when it was part of Liverpool. He was yeah, playing for yeah at, at Villa Park. I mean, yeah, see, I can't. I just I just know me, and I just know that in something inside me will go, do it, and I'll say it. And I'm sure I'm sure somebody
0: has probably taken over the mantle by now. But in the nineties, if you if you fluff one right in front of goal, it was known as doing a Ronnie. So yeah. yeah. Oh. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then he, ca- <laughs> then he came to Watford and we all stopped
2: saying it. Yeah. Funny that.
0: Yeah, um, but Bob.
2: there is actually a tweet on our, uh, on our Twitter, which says punters questions with a picture of Ronnie on it. If you want to send in a question for Ronnie, do that. You can DM us a question. Um, and uh, yeah, we always put the best ones to the guests. It's quite good fun. Um, so that will be coming up in February. Uh, so yeah. Uh, thank you everyone for joining in. Lovely having your company. Um, there we go a draw today Uh, could have easily been a a, a loss but it was a draw Um, so yeah I suppose the point's better than nothing and we'll catch up with you all after the Burnley game hopefully Um, so cheers everyone for joining in see you later have a nice evening everyone cheers Bye bye bye
1: Podcast
2: Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <coughs> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free In terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
7: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?